Hi, I'm Kevin Mahan. And I'm Sam Chaplin. I host the Attitude Era podcast. And I haven't seen any films. And welcome to Cinema Swirl. Hello everyone and welcome to Cinema Swirl, episode number 18, and it's our journey through Tinseltown in Hollywood, California, dancing through the fields of Hollywood itself. Hello everyone once again, I'm Kevin, joined as I am always by my OTP and partner in crime when it comes to looking at movies he has not seen anymore, Sam Chaplin. Hiya, hello. Has things, Sam? Good. Yeah? Yeah. Sorry, I just can't help but immediately mention that you're at a big wedding in Scunthorpe. (laughs) (laughs) I was, yeah. It's it's rare, like, that's such an Irish thing, you Mm. know. I was at a big wedding in shit town name. Yeah. No, no offense to Scunthorpe, but all the people who are getting married, all the people getting married, you know. But I just yeah. love the idea of you at a big wedding yeah. in Scunthorpe. In Scunny, yeah. do you have a nice time? Yeah. This is a bit of a special episode. Wasn't my wedding, just for just so for clarification. <laughs> yeah, no, we, we we had a crazy new idea for a podcast that me and Sam would watch a wedding and then we would uh, commentate on it. Like, oh, I didn't really think they loved each other. You know, um, it 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 was it was fun. But tell me, three star wives, three star wives. You heard it here. For First. Three wedding bands. <laughs> three three ideas. <laughs> you heard it here first. Uh-huh. This is a bit of a special one. Mm-hmm. This is, I'm going to say right now, uh, from, from the marketing mind and genius of Sam Chaplin, ladies and gentlemen, Hello. comes this piece of absolute out of the left field. Pow, you've been swerved right in the face. Mm. We're doing Back to the Future 2. Yeah. I've been hyping it up saying it's a mystery episode. Yes. And people have been like... Nobody has guessed it apart from the couple of people who've guessed it. One or two people guessed it. (laughs) But what was odd about it was that I literally said... The next episode of Cinema Swirl is a secret one. Yeah. And I made allusions to it being recorded in an underground bunker. Because mm-hmm. obviously, if you want to keep something secret, you have to do it deep beneath the Earth's crust. Yeah. That's just, duh. But a lot of people are like, Ugh, it's obviously like Friday the 13th. Ugh, it's obviously going to be the Rocky Horror Picture. I don't know how people got so confident. <laughs> well, this uh. is great. October 21st. Yes, which it is today. Which it is today. <laughs> totally. We've we've actually recorded edited and watched this entire podcast in a day. And because yeah. that's how, how hard working we are. Yeah. We what, clocked it at midnight. Yeah. <laughs> Just walked through the night. Full day. At the end of this now it's covered in sush yeah. like except for where we've taken off our podcast goggles mm. where there is a obviously a chalky white outline. Yeah. This is a bit of an interesting one. Yes. Back to the Future 2. It's a second sequel. Yes. I think, so and far. Not one I thought we would be doing. Not quite as soon. <laughs> not quite as soon. But it, it seems apropos Definitely. to do it now. Yeah. yeah. Um, just so we're, we're all clear, folks, the reason this date has significance is that mm-hmm. Back to the Future 2, whoop, spoiler alert, yeah. involves them travelling into the future, mm. specifically October 21st. 2015. Are we sure of that? I mean, 
<laughs> I'm kind of taking your word for it and the fact that everyone else seems to be saying it. We could have been caught out by one of those Tumblr accounts that just post the same day every day. I, I mean, the only way I'm like confirmed about this is kind of like, oh, well, I saw an article on The Guardian that referenced yeah. it. So therefore, it has to be the day. But if we all had the same source, which is some prick on Tumblr, mm. we could all be being collectively hoodwinked. Yeah. Well, we'll find out when we watch the film. <laughs> we find out when we watch the movie and this bit is heavily edited and been released at a later date. Like, I mean, if it turns yeah. out that it's October 21st, 2016, yep. this one's going to be in the bank for a bit more. Yeah. <laughs> Back to the future too. I mean, were you excited about returning to well, the franchise? Famously, in Cinema's World lore... Can- um, Cinema's World canon. canon. Yeah. Back to the Future is one of the ones that I didn't especially like. I think um, it was... Not you can say you didn't like it. It's one that I didn't like because I mean I think you tried to really soften the blow of the yeah. fact that you just didn't like the movie. People love that film. They do. I I didn't. I mean I didn't I'll like be it. honest. We have gotten a few tweets anytime we do like kind of one of those kind of ah childhood yeah and people going I don't know if I can listen to this episode. <laughs> Because Sam didn't like Back to the Future, and I don't think I can go through this again. Mm. Now, obviously, I'm, my eyes is on the bottom line. Yeah. You know, I'm talking about listens. Yeah. And I'm worried now that if you don't like this, we're going to have loads of people downloading the podcast, grand, but then looking at it going, mm, what if he doesn't like it? I don't it? know if I can go through it. And then they would, yeah. You know, and mm. I'm just saying you right now, as your co-host and producer, yeah. if you don't like this fucking movie, there's seriously going to be issues. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's strange to me how much weight my opinion carries. <laughs> I mean, I'm just letting you know, okay? Cinema Swirl had a simple premise. Yeah. Me and you sit down and I show you all the movies that you're meant to love and you love them. Yeah. What's so difficult about that? What don't you guess about that? <laughs> Every episode, five star wipes. Five, five star, star wipes. Five, five star, star wipes. wipes. All I want to know is how brilliant you thought something <laughs> was. Not if and or but. How? How brilliant yeah. was it? Great movie or greatest movie? <laughs> the question. Great, greater or greatest? That's what we could call the, the, the podcast. Yeah. It's fantastic with Sam Chapman. <laughs> Before we get into the meat of the matter at hand, let's perhaps dip our toes into the mailbag. I'll be honest, Sam, I mean, one of the things I think I like most about this podcast now is uh, the theme song for the mailbag. Right, okay. And uh, I do thank everyone who sends continually messages into cinemaswirl at gmail.com. That's cinemaswirl at gmail.com. And solely because we can keep having this segment and I get to keep hearing that lovely little bit of a jingle, you know. I'm saying it's the nicest thing anyone's done out of spite for me in my entire, (laughs) entire life, you know. I I like to think that when you were making that you had this, this'll show them, you know. (laughs) We got a few messages in here, and uh, thank you again, everyone who sends in messages. We, we do read them all, and we do uh, post them all on our net fridge, yep. uh, which has got wireless broadband capabilities. Upgraded from the e-fridge. Yeah, to a, <laughs> to net, a net fridge, fridge. you know. Yeah. I'm hoping soon we'll have a web fridge, you know, full of cold spiders. Yeah. We've got a trial subscription to net fridge. <laughs> net fridge! But the problem is with net fridge, though, is that... Everyone taking just... food away? Yeah, <laughs> I, and I'm annoyed, because it's like, hang on, now, I said I was going to eat that pizza, and now it's gone. Yeah, my friend recommended it. 
Yeah. But the way it is, is just I'll give you my password for my net fridge so you can just use yeah. that as well. You don't have to pay for your own net fridge. Only a sucker would do that. On qu- just on a completely unrelated note, yeah, have sure. you noticed how few movies that we've done have actually been on Netflix? Well, uh, yeah. I mean, Netflix is one of those things like Carphone Warehouse where it's not really about movies anymore. It's about telly, isn't it? I guess it is. Just like yeah. the Carphone Warehouse is not about cars or phones. It's no. About, it's about telly as well. <laughs> you know, <laughs> telly on your phone, mate. That's what it's all. Telephone Warehouse. That's yeah. what it should be called. But no, there's no, I've got to the point where we don't even look now. At the start, we're kind of like, oh, well, it'll be on Netflix. Oh, it might be on Netflix. And, and Netflix just looking at you with a blank red face. No, it won't. No. <laughs> don't even bother loading this up. It's yeah. odd that all these so-called classics can't be found yeah. there. We have to get them from the DVD shop that we always go to. <laughs> yes, the DVD shop from, from down the road where we buy all of our physical media. Ben Davis writes, Given that Kevin is becoming a cross-podcast star, oh you, wow. he has been gathering listeners in the form of the Glad Gay community on the okay. A podcast and the How To Universe on How To Wrestling. But have either of you ever thought of a collective name for the listeners of Cinema Swirl? Is it the How To Universe, not the How To Universe? I mean, it's 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 interchangeable, okay. if I'm honest. Yeah. You know, I've not settled yet. Yeah. Give it a few more episodes. I don't want to butt in and start making marketing decisions over there, but it's, How To Universe? I mean, it? well, I think the, the, the issue at hand is... Do, I, have we called them swirlers, or did I imagine that? Um, swirlers, swirlies. <laughs> Swirlomaniacs. I, I often say swirl fans, but that seems a bit too easy. To swirl just... folk. Yeah. I like swirl folk. Swirl folk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We are the swirl folk. Tell you what, send us some in. Send, uh, what do you want to be called? North American red swirl instead of a squirrel. Yeah. You know, I'm just saying. That's good. Yeah. Flying swirls. Yeah. yeah. I'm just thinking rodents now, you know. Cinnamon swirl. <laughs> Cinnamons, uh, the Cinnabon gang. I, I don't know. I mean, how about this is a bit out there, yeah, but yeah. the Cinema Swirl fan base. <laughs> and I would love a t shirt that just said the Cinema Swirl fan base. In just like Ariel. <laughs> And fan bases underlined to emphasise the importance of it, like, you know, oh. Cinema Swirl maybe in italics. We could know? get a few of those done cheaply, I think that would be a fun giveaway. <laughs> I mean, I, I guess, I mean, is it a good sign that we kind of haven't thought about this, or is it a bad sign that it's not come up um, until a listener has forced us to I think, think we about think it. of our listeners as individual human beings with their own personalities and thoughts and stuff, so it seems almost demeaning to give them what... But no, what, no, you're onto something there. Individual human beings with their own personalities. I like that. That's yeah. a good name That's for good. the... Uh, the yeah, that on a t-shirt. Yo, members of the individuals with uh, personalities who are special in their own right. What do you think about Ghostbusters? Let us know. We've not got an established one, have we? No. No. Please. I think, you know what? I think that could be uh, a new segment next episode. Help name the fandom. Because <laughs> as it stands, the best ones we've got won't fit on a t-shirt. No. You know, unless you're like quite a large fan, you yeah. know. And I mean, then we're going to start skewing things in all sorts of ways to accommodate for that. Uh, question here from Chris Palmer, who messaged us on the third of October. There was a lot of uh, action on the third of October, okay, uh, because of Mean Girls. Oh yes, say. yes, um, yeah. Well, the the actual date on October the third. Yes, it is what October the third. Yeah, what day is it? It's October 3rd. Exactly. Yeah. Easy peasy. We should have released that episode then. <laughs> yeah, I know. We really could have sat on that one for a while, I guess. Chris is asking, are there any movie catchphrases or memorable quotes that you guys use in your day-to-day lives? Thanks and keep up the good work on the show. That's what I'm more interested in you in that. Is there anything which you've been saying that you may have picked up from from, from the movies? I know you had some Lebowski-isms yeah, floating um, around. Stop trying to make X a thing. Yes. It's become a, a one good. that I start using a lot now. Yeah. I want to find ways to use We Came, We Saw, We Kicked His Ass. 
like that, but I can't think of any. I don't know if we okay. in our day to day lives. Yeah. I don't know if we actually kick enough ass I rarely for, for that to happen. Go anywhere, see anything, or kick anything's ass. I mean, we we, we kick a movie's ass. Yeah, I mean, but I don't know if that's warranting of, no. of saying that. Like, you but know? no, Mean Girls is a goldmine of, yeah. of little phrases and things. Like, very, no, I very. Don't think yeah. of fetch at the moment, but I'm sure there's the other one doesn't even go here. Doesn't even. Go, I love doesn't even go here. That's brilliant. Yeah. Um, one which I use in day to day life a lot is Darth Vader's apology. Accepted admiral, even yeah. if they're not an admiral, because I'm a nice guy. There's probably plenty that Kevin uses as, as used probably for years that I've never picked up on because they'll be from movies that I've not seen. I was worried, yeah, that like by doing this podcast, you think I'm a lot less funny. Like, wait a minute, <laughs> hang on, Kevin didn't invent the force that was established <laughs> long ago by George Lucas. Yeah. We got uh, another, this is like an ongoing thing, which I always love hearing tales about uh, from Robert Porter here, Mm -hmm. which is food in cinemas, which seems to be an ongoing uh, discussion here in cinema swirl. An amazing one, which is all the way back in 2003, when he went to see Holes starring Shia LaBeouf. Holes? Holes. Holes. Yeah, based on the book, which Shia Shia LaBeouf was in it. But he was young then, obviously. You know, and obviously a lot less interesting, you Mm. know. He had two of his Chinese friends, Hao Han and Wei Feng, took out cold shepherd's pie. (laughs) And and cutlery. (laughs) Amazing. (laughs) Amazing. I'll be. I'll tell you. Um, it is most definitely, I think, a cultural thing because yeah. um, I was in China briefly for a few months doing things with bears, yeah. um, moon bears, and someone told me I was like, "Oh, I think I might go see Captain America in Chinese for a laugh." And they're yeah. like, "No, no, no! Don't go to the cinema in China, Kevin, because they don't get the cinema here. As in, they don't know how to act. Yeah. So when you go to the cinema in China, apparently, it was a thing that you know people talked, you know, they okay. ate." feet on the seats, you know, chewing gum, smoking, spitting on the floor, taking your shirt off, scratching your armpits. So I'm not sure if it's just a cultural thing of of non-politeness. Possibly, I don't know. But brazen is a word I would use to describe that. (laughs) Just cold shepherd's pie in general is a funny concept. If I saw you eating cold shepherd's pie right now, I would start laughing. If you did that in a cinema, I I just would be like, sorry, I give up. Taking a bit of cling film off the top and digging in. Yeah, I mean, like, cold shepherd's pie... That's a lonely dad dinner yeah. right there, you know? I did not see that coming, so that's, yeah, that's tickled me to no end. Thank you. Right, so, back to the task at hand. Yes. Back to the future two. Yeah. What do you know about this movie? Because there's a number of things. Obviously, you know that it's involved with the future. Yeah. So, any clues to some, maybe... Back they go. Back they go to the yeah. future. There's a couple of major, almost bigger than Back to the Future 1, but there's major iconic stuff in this. Okay. And I don't know if you've been listening to the news recently, but a lot of this stuff has just happened to find its way onto news again. Do you know about any of the kind of products or things that are in this movie um, that people are obsessed with? There's a Pepsi thing in it. There is a Pepsi there's thing. a Pepsi thing, because people have been pointing me to Pepsi doing a little advert yeah. for the Pepsi thing and releasing a limited edition bottle. So true that is happening Sam will love this yeah. ties in with that film he hates because <laughs> <laughs> that's what Sam needs a movie he dislikes with something yeah. he loves yeah. yeah don't tar Pepsi with the back to the future brush that's what I'd say <laughs> 
Um, so the Pepsi thing, hoverboards. You know about hoverboards? Oh, of course I know about I've seen Tony Bloody Hawk riding a hoverboard in some kind of promotional stunt. Is there um, hoverboards in Skate 2? I'm just wondering. Um, like. No, that's more of a Tony Hawk's Pro Skater unlockable type gimmick. Yeah. Uh, skate 2, in fact the whole Skate series, a bit more authentic. You know? <laughs> no gimmicks. A bit more space. true to the skateboarding experience. No no kind yeah. of like skate grinding down like a, a telephone wire. You're not unlocking the any aliens on on the, on the skate series, mate. You know, Boba Fett tries to start skating in Skate 2 and the, the owner of Skate 2 is like, take that off! Yeah. Okay? Yes, you're protected, but you look ridiculous. Yeah. You've no place skating here today. Get those knee pads on. <laughs> so, you do you know the whole thing then about people thinking that they were real and there's a whole business about them, about, about hoverboards? No. Back to the Future 1 that we watched. Mm-hmm. They don't go to the future. No. They only go to the future relative from when they're from in the past. The past that they travelled to. Yeah. So they go back. Return it's, to the present was a better yes, name for yeah. I think we <laughs> just enroll off the tongue quite yeah. well. I, I'm sure this new film where the future is mentioned could be conceivably okay. called Back to the Future. Although now, right now, on the October the 21st, 2015, it's Back to the Present again. It Return is, to the it? present. Return to our present, their future. <laughs> from their present, which is our past. But no, I, I know about the hoverboards because I kind of know what they look like. Okay. Do you that, know if they're a real-life thing then? or? Well, I'm sure you can get toy ones. That you can actually hover around no, on. No, no. There was a whole thing fairly recently, a couple of years ago or a year ago or something, where there was like a video that made it look like they were real. Yeah. And also I think there are sort of real ones now, maybe, that use yeah. magnets. And you no, you're, you're right. Yeah, there magnet are Magnet skate park. Yeah, there, there's there's one, I think how it works is it's got like like a superconductor plate on it and it, it's, so it's really warm but it cools it with liquid nitrogen right. so it does hover but it has this kind of mystical mist that follows it around yeah but you were right there were videos like spoof videos yeah where it was made to look like they were hoverboards there's somewhat, yeah there's ones that, that look believable and there's ones that are actually real yeah that look unbelievable all we know is that hoverboards are banned <laughs> now in the UK that was all in the news this week what it's almost very time sensitive this, hoverboards but, are banned yeah because there are like these like prototype ones which are right. which are, are being used and, and coming out and whatnot, and this big thing all over the news. I'm talking about like you know the broadsheets, you know, yeah, are, yeah. are saying like, oh, hoverboards are banned. It's like, why are you just fucking advertising Back to the Future too? That's all yeah. you're doing. Like, it's not a thing. <laughs> no, but ho- hoverboards can't be coming out that work on anything. I, I think there are, are, are some on their way. Is what we're led to believe. Just on the pavement, you can hover. You're not allowed to hover on the pavement though. That's just that right. Belt and braces. Private land. Private land. Get some private land. I'm just saying, if David Cameron sees you on your hoverboard, yeah, there'll be words, right? You know, you'll just be, hover away. You'll be out, you're out in your backside. <laughs> he can't, he can't hover. He yeah. floats, though. I mean, he's he's evil, I guess. So he mm. hovers in his own right. So right. yeah, hoverboards definitely thing. I think it was just funny because. What? <laughs> Hoverboards were, for many years, it was like a running joke. They made out on the DVD commentary of this that hoverboards were a thing that were available, but they just didn't release them because it would cause a panic or parents would be concerned. Okay. People bought that hook, line, fucking wink-wink. And, of course, there were no hoverboards at the time. So a lot of disappointed children watching this growing up expecting their hoverboards to come out. Yeah, hoverboards seems to be one of those things that people get very annoyed about that was promised to them in yeah. the future. Where Where's my hoverboard? Where's my bloody jetpack? Where's me buoys? <laughs> I was promised that and a tax cut and I got neither, you know? <laughs> and yeah, you see, I remember yeah. 
because I mean, there's there's multiple places like unifucking universities and stuff like that, mm. which are which are doing like hoverboard prototypes, and there was right. there were kickstarters, Indiegogos. It's a real testament to people like feeling almost entitled yeah. that they were promised something in their childhood, yeah. vis-a-vis a fictional movie. Well, they've only got a few days to get it right. I mean, they've only got right now to get it right. I'm just saying, if I don't have a hoverboard by the end of today, yeah. I'm going to send Robert Zemeckis an angry letter, mm. and I'll be, you made promises to me, sir, and to my cohort Sam yeah. Chaplin as well. And we have not had those delivered. Doesn't it kind of feel like science has had this homework for ages and has just left it a little bit to the last minute <laughs> and is rushing to get it out? Uh, yeah, I was too busy. Um, That's in October 2015. I don't have to do that yet. Oi, boffins, lay off the stem cells and get us our bloody hoverboards. All right, that's what we want. Any other ideas about their depiction of the future? Do you think it's um, like accurate? Are there things which you think may have gotten right, gotten wrong? Well, I think it will be funny, given that we're literally at the time that they travel to, mm-hmm. to compare and contrast. Obviously, there'll be things wrong. I mean, the hoverboards, from what I remember it looking like, looks very 1980s. Yeah, it's, it is it's an pink. 80s version of what the future, yeah. what they thought it would look like. So I'm curious about that. They weren't trying to make it accurate. They were by their own initiative. No, I, they yeah. did some kind of like research or some ideas into what might happen, but a lot of stuff like there's flying cars, for instance. But it's they're a like, goofy the future. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they were like, we know there's not going to be flying cars, but you know, goddamn, it, there's, there's going to be flying cars in this movie. Yeah. It'll make for a nice shot. We'll all be dead by 2015, well, probably. <laughs> it doesn't matter. No one's going to call us out to task. Like, I'll be dead by then. So yeah, we've got the kind of maybe vision of the future to look forward to. Yeah, I've had cowboy mentioned to me a couple of times. That's Back to the well, Future Three, right? Okay, yeah. cool. Where they, where they, where they go to the set of the good, the bad, and the ugly, and right. try and move it along a little bit, like <laughs> <Yeah>. you know. <laughs> so there's a cowboy one, yeah. So the Back to the Future one, yeah. They go to the past. Mm-hmm. Back to the Future two, they go to the future, yeah. Back to the Future three, they presumably go back to cowboy times, yes. Now, for a franchise... I'm not going to lie to you as well, Sam. They don't just go to the future in Back to the Future 2. They go other places as well. So keep that in mind. Back. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They do go back... To the past a little bit, and then all sorts. Oh, I left the oven on. Let me just yeah. <laughs> back and forwards and backwards and forwards. Yeah. I will just say, I did say in the Back to the Future episode that I think Back to the Future Two is is it's I prefer it. I think it's a much cleverer movie. Yeah, and also there's all this hype surrounding at the moment. But mm-hmm. even with that, I know you didn't enjoy the first one. No. And so, are you feeling any pressure to enjoy this one um, now? Or are you going to give it a chance? Do you, are you open to this entertaining you? I've always remembered you saying on that episode that the. Tech one is better mm-hmm. and me feeling like okay well then we should do that one and hopefully I'll like that more with these films I usually do want to like them oh yeah no it's, Sam is like with this podcast I'll be honest <laughs> you are you, you give things a chance so much more than you would in normal life yeah and that is you know that's a good thing yeah because uh, I think you are aware of those weighty expectations <clears throat> and whatnot and yes yeah. you cannot but you know when you're watching these movies go well everyone says it's amazing so you know yeah give it a chance for the most part, people have been correct, but mm. there's a few where I'm just like, I'm not into this. And yeah. that was one of them. So, if this is better, then hopefully I will enjoy it. Mm. And it's just, I, I'm honestly curious for the whole they go to 2015 thing. Yeah, I, I mean, that's kind of a, a yeah. fun thing. That's why we're, I mean, that's one of the main kind of selling points of it. But honestly, I think the greatest strength of the movie lies 
elsewhere. Okay. So, um, one or two things you may want to watch out for in this one is certain cast members return. I mean, I'm really looking forward to seeing more of Crispin Glover, can I just uh, say, right now, before we get into this. Are you aware of this, then? I think you told me uh, that when we were doing the first one that he's just in the in number one and then he gets replaced. Let's just say there was a lawsuit that came out of this. Oh. See if you can figure out why Crispin Glover felt he had the right to sue them. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, and he did, and it, it, he did sue them, and there was a change in Screen Actor Guild laws as, as a result of, of this, of Back to oh. the Future 2. Um, also, as well, we have a cast replacement of... Uh, Marty's girlfriend as right. well. She she gets uh, replaced. Okay, she wasn't available to record it at the time. So, right. but again, I mean, I'm really interested to see what you think about this. I don't want to say too much more without giving it away. Okay, but it will make you want to rewatch the first movie in some respects, maybe. Oh, uh, so do they go back to that timeline? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, that would be cool. Because at the end of the first one, Doc Brown comes in. Yeah. Says, Marty, we got to make a sequel. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. yeah, but oh, I didn't even think about them revisiting the events of the first yeah. film. Back to the first movie. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Are you looking forward to seeing Doc Brown again? Yeah, zany Doc Brown. Yeah, he was cool. Antics. Yeah, antics abounds. Yeah. Well, without further ado, let's uh, let's uh, get in our DeLorean and uh, go do a cinema swirl. Sausage roll, come on England, give us a goal. Me pie sausage roll. I'm not going to lie, we struggled to come up with a, a footy chant that would fit in with Back to the Future. I feel that we're obligated that we have to do it now. Nothing rhymed with mates because I wanted to say, don't need footy, don't need blank. <laughs> Don't need to be a celeb to be my mate. You know, because with Pepsi, you don't need to hang out with celebs. You just need your Your mates. mates. Uh, Back to the Future 2. Yeah. Great Scott. Yes. Good reaction initially coming out of this. Feel better about this one. I I would say there was a lot more laughs. A lot of laughs. A Um, lot more laughs. A lot more oohs and ahs. Yeah. Not necessarily, like, laughs at... The <laughs> you weren't la- of the film. Were you laughing at the movie or with the movie? I I'm not sure anymore. I think some of it was at, some of it was with. Some of the things that I thought I was laughing at, I was probably laughing with because they were in on it as well. It is. Uh, this may dry ire from people, but I will definitely say this: having you know watching Back to the Future now with, yeah, with cold yeah. adult eyes, they are silly movies. It's a stupid movie. <laughs> An actual quote from Sam Chaplin in this was actually this movie it's fucking daft it is fucking daft it's a daft <laughs> now, movie when you're dealing with a, a complicated subject like time travel yeah I don't think you want to necessarily have your movie be labelled as fucking, fucking daft, daft. <laughs> but I don't necessarily think that's a, a no, bad I, thing or a mean spirited no. thing this wasn't an arms folded oh this is stupid it was no I, I had know. fun you had yeah. fun yeah would you say you felt you had more fun watching this than the first? I think so. I can't really remember, the, but I remember being a bit more, uh, rather than... <laughs> the uh, 
last one. I remember because the first Back to the Future was, I think it was the first time you re- re- remembered, or first time you realised that maybe your sight shouldn't be so incredibly high. Because yeah. there was a noticeable, ah! And then, like, the music played, and it was like, Ugh. Yeah, yeah. Whereas this time, I think, I don't know, we, we... My expectations were lower. Yeah. And they were met and exceeded, I think, was what happened. See, folks, if you've got low expectations, you're always going to be delighted as a result yeah. uh, of like that. Yeah. I, I went in knowing it was going to be a bit fucking daft. Yeah. And it was. It was something as well, though, which I'm, you know, Back to the Future 2, I prefer to, to Back to the Future 1. Mm. But goodness gracious, it's good to have a working knowledge of Back to the Future 1 to sure really is. appreciate what's going on yeah. in this movie. I mean, I, I always remember watching this the first time and going, well, fuck it, now I have to watch Back to the Future 1 again, because it was like mm. two years in between. Is that something which is always registered with you from this? or uh, Yeah, I want to watch bits of it again, just to kind of... And of course, I mean, we start with this movie exactly where the last one ended. Yeah, but with different actors in one of the roles. It's freaky like how like shot for shot perfect it is, except for one or two very noticeable exceptions. I mean, it is exactly the same as Back to the Future, except there's a new woman there instead of his old girlfriends. Uh, but other than that, it's like exactly like kind of. Uh, yeah, that's what I remember. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was well done. So yeah, Doc, of course, who has come, letting us know that there's a problem with Marty's kids in the future, mm-hmm. and that they have to go to the future where they don't need roads. As a side note, yeah. Something I started doing immediately was kind of going, oh. Well, that's not happened in 2015. Mm. Mr. Fusion is a bit of a sticking point with me. Sadly, here we are, like a bunch of fucking jamokes and jabronis here in 2015, with no end to the energy crisis in sight. (laughs) So, it's a couple of interesting things happen here, which is, first of all, you see Biff... Loser Biff, whose job it is to shine up people's cars, yeah. seeing a flying car, and he's like, hang on a minute. Now, mm. I've seen some of them fancy new Chevrolets, but none <laughs> but of them. Like this. Nothing like this. Yeah. That's like some kind of flying car. And then we have our lengthy, like, kind of. I, it's something I hate with old Hollywood movies is having the fucking long ass credits at the start. I, I put that the clouds bit fucking drags on. And on and on, on and, and on. it's just clouds. Yeah. It's like. It's a screensaver. It's a screensaver. <laughs> <laughs> it is it's basically like here here's some of our favourite images of overcast fucking you know we live in Lincolnshire folks yeah. we see this all the fucking time I don't want to start it hey it's a big movie lots of slightly off-white clouds are you excited Back to the Future 3 there's just loads of colourful pipes going around the street <laughs> <laughs> flying toasters and Back to the Future 4 it's a madhouse party uh, I was kind of hoping that like when a little those little carrot cars from Empire Strikes Back would show up and be like you know you're not allowed nope. to park here but sadly just not just some clouds just some clouds all the stock footage that Steven Spielberg could pass on to them of yep. clouds all here in, in big force they arrive in Cloud City aka 2015 it looks like an F-Zero game at the start they it does yeah jump into this thing and then they're in the sky racing around and it's it's, it's, and it's, it's, it's all fast it's the yep. future and I feel incredibly bad for Jennifer in this movie movie because yeah. you only realise after she's in the car that she doesn't even know that it's a fucking time machine mm. we've had a, a, a year to kind of digest the events of Back to the Future this is meant to take place literally moments after the last mm. one and Jennifer's like time travel yeah. oh my medication I'm just saying don't put someone in a time travel machine without reading them the risks first well, yeah that happens which is kind of unfair and then if you were put in a time machine yeah right you know what you'd start doing? 
Asking a few questions. Kind of trying to suss my surroundings. I remember my army training, and they said to me in army, they said, always ask if you're in a time machine, what's (laughs) what's going on? Okay, they had it in bold letters in red and underlined so we wouldn't forget. Always ask what's going on. Not allowed to do that in Doc's time machine. Not allowed to ask questions, lest you get knocked out with a weird knock-you-out device. (laughs) Right, literally five minutes into the movie, okay, like the only female character's yeah. like, wait a minute, what's going on here? Like, yeah. oh, is it going to be cool that she's going to be part of the time travel gang? Nope. Erase her memory. It'll all be a dream for her. She's It'll all be a now dream for not her. talking. Women, eh? Well, they to, to what Doc Brown turns around and basically t- he says this exact quote, she's not important to our plans, Marty. Yeah. There's no point developing her character, Marty. <laughs> Just leave her asleep. No one wants to go to the cinema and see what a woman would do. Uh, they want to they see a grown-ass man pretend to be a teenager (laughs) and I will say though at this point there was a collective sigh of relief from the individual listeners with personalities from the Cinema Swirl universe but we all realised that yes it definitely was October 21st yes because at the start of the movie, it went October 26th and we're like oh Oh, am I going to fucking dub over every fucking time we first cannot be overdubbed with sixth easily i'd love if we had to do a little session where we just sit here and go october 26th october October 26th with with more anger in your voice (laughs) october 20th so thankfully they go forward a few years and back a few days so either 2015 or 2015 they say different ones which i quite like because that's kind of what happened with the 2000s where where do you stand with i mean i'm i'm straight up 2015 yeah yeah. i was 2000 and whatever during the 2000s which is not what jeremy paxman does he says things like 2009? 2009, yeah. And I don't like that. Even though I know that will eventually be the proper one. I'm kind of looking forward to we get to the 2020 so we can say dickity again because <laughs> assumedly the Kaiser will take our word for 20 again. Like 20 dickity six. Watch out. We're coming for uh, you. Like. So they land in the future and it is 20, it's 2015 or 2015. 2015. 20, yeah. And a few days and straight away I was just making a mental list of well that's actually quite accurate and oh that's not accurate at all. Well, they've got rain in 2015. <laughs> it's quite it's quite like um, uh, 2015 here because it was raining an awful lot today yeah. I found. Accurate weather not a thing which we have in 2015. No. I wish the post office was as uh, If anything the post office has gotten more efficient and weather has gotten less accurate. <laughs> I mean I'm just saying anyone here who's living in England is this again have you noticed that every year for the past three years the Daily Mail or some equivalent has guaranteed us we're having the coldest and longest winter for 50 years hasn't happened it hasn't happened no I'm starting to think winter is just some old wives tale <laughs> I read about in a ladybird book parents right? used to tell us about winter to scare <laughs> yeah it tells us about, ooh and all that uh, frosty stuff from the freezer would fall down you had to make men out of it to stay entertained you know <laughs> don't believe it not for a yeah. second some things though which are accurate mm-hmm. there's cameras everywhere yeah Thanks a lot, Cameron. Mm. Uh, there's also a lot more plastic surgery. Thanks a lot, Cameron. Yep. You know, self-tying shoes. Yeah, well, this starts off the whole product placement thing being everywhere. A lot. Oh, there's Nikes. Yeah. And they Buy Nike. Those. Buy it. Yeah. Buy it now. Buy the products that we have now and buy the hypothetical products we'll have in the future. Tell your children to buy what we might make. Yeah, I think there's a certain amount of self-fulfilling stuff going on here because there oh, yeah. are like retro Nikes that look like that. Oh, that they, they've done... Now. They, they've probably done yeah, them, yeah. They have done ones which were kind of in the style of that. Mm. And I do remember 
last I heard, they guaranteed that the self-tying shoelaces were going to be out in 2015. Right. But again, you've had Kickstarters and university people and like fucking, <laughs> I don't know, just every white middle-aged man in the fucking universe has to like make stuff from Back to the Future 2 tangible, or otherwise yeah. you won't be able to die happy, you know? <laughs> so yeah, self-tying shoes is something which we can look forward to. Kind of wish we'd spend a little bit more time getting the accurate weather and the yeah. uh, Mr. Fusion. No, 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 please give us the shoes from Nike get the product placements yeah please Let, let's have some shoes and yeah. some uh, some Nintendo products and, mm. and whatnot. Doc helps Marty dress like a scenester doofus yeah some very the, silly 2015 very silly though. 2015 I like the self-fitting jacket yeah because to be honest right now my pants are a bit ridiculous because I've lost a little weight and mm-hmm. I don't want to buy a belt Right. So I feel that technology owes me one. If you could just press a button and they tighten up a bit. And if you say, good job, Kevin, you didn't eat as many beige things this month. Yeah. Now your trousers don't fit. Congratulatory trousers. Congratulations. They're going to fall down. You're going to look silly. You yeah. know, whereas this, it just seems like it's a natural fit. You mm. know, reflective cap. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I mean, I'm part of me is going to go, oh, that's what the kids these days wear, don't they? With their silly hats and mm, their kind of, and they wear their their pockets inside out. <laughs> and, uh, it's all very silly to us adults how yeah. the children dress these days. So we're finding out the reason he's come back is that Marty Junior, yes, yeah. Marty's, Marty's future son, son who, who looks exactly exactly like Marty in every single way, nothing like Jennifer. No, doesn't, doesn't matter, you know, because basically her DNA. It doesn't matter either. <laughs> Are you looking forward to having a son that is a clone of you? <laughs> they do a little bit to make him look slightly different. He looks like an unwashed version. Yeah. He looks like he looks like he looks like Marty McFly with rickets. That's what yeah. this kid looks like. I mean, I'm kind of glad this whole kind of 50-50 DNA business with the parents, because if I have a kid, it means I kind of like if they're mad disappointing, I can kind of picture the the, the mother instead. Yeah. You know, kind of go, ah, it's probably their fault. Whereas if it's an exact fucking clone of me. It's like staring I'm at like, a sad mother, Ah, Jesus, yeah. yeah. It's like a disappoint, an active disappointment. Mm. I don't want that, no. you know? I don't want to reflect like that. So Marty Jr. is apparently going to get arrested for being yeah. with, a, with a gang. Mm. So it's up to Marty Sr. to stop this from happening. Do you get the feeling that Marty himself didn't need to come to the future to do this task? Yeah, I suppose Doc could have done it, but he's a bit old and tired, isn't he? And here's the thing as well. Could they not have waited a day? Because, I mean, they just had all the adventures of the first movie. He's just seen his family all super successful. Yeah, that's, actually, that is a point. There's no rush, really, is there? You know, I need to fucking lie down after that. Doc could have given him a week. I, at least an afternoon. They'd still be in that house. He's not going to lose him. Now, you know what? It's, it's funny. The man with the time machine who's always in a rush. <laughs> Isn't it? Oh, there you are with your iPhone looking all organised, but I think you're actually more stressed and less organised as a result. How about that? Huh? Little truth there for you. Yeah, these characters must be tired. I mean, I know he's young, alright, but I mean, it's pretty obvious that Michael J. Fox is not a teenager. Yeah. And he looks like older in this movie as well because it's two years later. It's just like, give him a fucking rest. Yeah. You know? They didn't need to do all the special makeup for him in the future. He just looks tired. Yeah. We get a big shot of Future Hill Valley, which is probably one of my favourite like shots in the movie where you just get to see... It's quite similar to the 50s 
sees kind of, wow, everything is different. Yeah, but in a future way. I, I think it's amazing. It does look cool, yeah. There's so much stuff in the background. Uh, Marty steps out into it going, ah, the future. Right, first rule of future club, stop calling it the future when you're in it. Yeah, yeah it's true. You'll get, you'll get spotted immediately. <laughs> oh, it's great being here in the future. What? I mean, if you saw someone walking down the street go, wow, it's great to be here in the future. Yeah. You know, I'd, I'd at least a, cross the street. I'd be like, whoa, hang on a second. Yeah. <laughs> Is there some sort of time division of the uh, of the police force who we can uh, we can get on this? Because I'm, I'm worried here, you know? Jaws 19. Yeah. It- Sadly, we didn't get Jaws like 4 through 19 no. but um, a nice prediction of the future yeah I like the 3D shark coming out because I was like nearly that's nearly what sort of happens in the cinema now you see 3D stuff don't you well yeah you have to pay like fucking 20 quid to, yeah. for, for the pleasure of it you have to put on some silly glasses but you still see a shark come out at you you know what I, I'm just going to say it now because I've never had a chance to say it on okay, this podcast because it is about cinema isn't it it is in the title yep fucking hate 3D movies whoa absolutely hate them oh, I've gone off them I mean I've, I was never on them no I just I went I've seen a 3D movie once and it was like up I went in the sat down the glasses didn't fit over my glasses I took them off I got a headache I put them back on and it got worse oh it's difficult for glasses wearers it's it's uh, not fair no I shouldn't have to change my look just to watch your stupid movie Hollywood Mm. I should have to wear contact lenses is the 3D trend kind of going down now well apparently box office wise yes because all the non 3D counterparts of the blockbusters made more money yeah so I feel like I've not watched one in in a good year and a bit I mean I'd like to think that if we went into the future now it would be like 3D what a silly thing a relic of the past it was kind of nice to see that that that's a projection for the future and it did kind of happen it did and what also did happen as well was that Hollywood became over-reliant on sequels yeah but what they didn't predict was that they would just reboot everything instead of giving them extra numbers Mm. so we would throw us off the chase so it wouldn't look too silly that you've got it's like hang on a minute seven Nightmare on Elm Street movies what they've rebooted I've forgotten that there were so many (laughs) is this the first one or the ninth one I don't know anymore Cafe 80s. Yes, that now that's quite accurate. Yeah. Because there are fucking nostalgia places. And to say in the 80s, to talk about 80s nostalgia places, that to me seems like such a commonplace, obvious thing. But in the 80s, they won't have known that that's going to happen. They will have kind of known because there'll be like 60s ones. I mean, it was always a thing. I mean, it still is a thing, like 50s nostalgia <laughs> diners. Go back 20 years. Yeah. And that's when your nostalgia starts. But are there, but I mean, there's still 50s nostalgia diners in, yeah. in the UK. Are there 80s nostalgia diners oh there's like flares and things like there's like nightclubs where it's all 80s oh i guess yeah. yeah now we did have something here and you know we might as well just do a quick little impromptu uh edition of of pepsi swirl in here now sure yeah uh pepsi perfect yes i like the idea that they thought that in the future pepsi would just kind of reach this hypothetical asymptote yeah. of like purity and it's like perfection in a bottle where'd you go from pepsi max Pepsi Perfect. Pepsi Perfect. They are releasing this now, aren't they? I know, they? I've seen they've thing. got special bottles. We have like got it. to get a bottle of it and taste it. I am willing to use my limited Cinema Swirl clout to try and bully people into sending me a bottle of that if they get one. Because I know there's limited edition bottles. Yeah, I, I don't know if they're coming out in the UK or if, if it's a US I thing. I desperately want one. Seriously. Um, willing to pay postage. <laughs> if there is, I mean, if there's one person who in this world who deserves it. Well, I mean, there's probably a lot more people who deserve it more than sure. you. Sure. But if there's one person sitting in this room at the moment one person from the podcast if there's one person one English person (laughs) you know if there's one chaplain who deserves it 
Yeah. Assuming that none of your family are interested. I mean, I don't know. Okay. Well, then Sam obviously yeah. deserves it. I mean, come on. He's, he's the number one choice. I think Pepsi Perfection is quite a funny... It's yeah. a funny little goof, yeah, isn't yeah. it? I like it. We had Invisible Pepsi, I guess, and Pepsi Max and... I, I, it feels like sometimes they've given up on Pepsi in terms of new and creative... Just the hubris of that product. <laughs> like, Pepsi Perfect. We've done now. It's done. done. That's the best one. Pepsi Infinity, like, you yeah. know. Maybe Pepsi Perfect. What's that? Coke? Oh! Whoa! Yeah, I said it. Yeah. But in, in all seriousness, no. Buy Pepsi products. Yeah. Oh, Do what the yeah. movie tells you. It's buy it. All right. Wear your night trainers. Go down to the store. Buy Pepsi. You know what, Kevin? Pepsi did change their logo. It's true. It is different now. It is? Yeah. Like the future. The future. We're in it. We're, <laughs> We're in the future. What a time yeah. to be alive. Yeah. I think the thing that made me groan the most out of this movie mm-hmm. was in the future seeing the antique shop <laughs> where there's all of the stuff from the 80s. There's places like that, though. I know, but... Because there's a place in Nottingham you and I have been to that it's all just, like, stuff from the 70s. Yeah, yeah. And it's yeah, quite yeah. like that. So maybe 10 years But just off, to but... kind of knock the whole thing home and be like, they are in the future and the past was the past. Look, there's, in the antique shop is all the stuff from their present. You idiot. VHS can never be an antique. It's going to live forever. Look at these <laughs> dustbusters. They did love their dustbusters in Loved the 1980s. Them. Loved them. We get introduced to Biff, who is now an old man Grand yeah. Pepper. <laughs> he's got stereotypical old man Grand Pepper pants. Yep. And he's got a cybernetically enhanced grandson, who is basically like if you got Brock Lesnar, made his voice squeaky, mm. and gave him a hat. Yes. I'm a bit Griff. scared by Griff. Griff? Is there a rule that the Tamlins have to rhyme their names? Biff. Griff. There aren't any others on it. Stiff. Stiff. <laughs> Whiff. <laughs> Smelly Uncle Whiff to Tamlin like. But yeah, a uh, Griff is part of this like gang and the gang are basically intimidating poor Marty Jr. into like taking part in some sort of like criminal undoings with them. And yeah. That's why Marty has to come and uh, save him. But quick note there as well, guys, just while you're wondering while well, that's going on, in the background, it's only a bloody classic Nintendo arcade cabinet. I want to take a moment right now just to remind you that nothing goes better with a nice cold glass of Pepsi from whatever time you're in than a quality Nintendo product. Yeah. Sam, I've been playing some Nintendo recently <laughs> and I've just been having an absolute time. I've been having yeah. a time with it. It's yeah. great. Nintendo really is just um, quality stuff and you should buy it. Buy it now. Please buy it. Do what the movie says. But it's just so much in such a short time. So much. It's so much product placement. Yeah, I don't think a lot I've of it. ever seen... There, I, there's like this thing in my head the product placement is like a recent thing and it's no, so no 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 if anything they've gotten better at it everywhere in this film except yeah. for maybe in the office when they're like having a whole episode about Nespresso mm. like man it really is a quality product <laughs> you know but here it's really on the nose mm. it's this weird kind of like trust building thing where people have got if you've got such strong nostalgic oh childhood memories yeah but I mean you know the hoverboard has got a giant Mattel logo on it as well mm-hmm. and it's kind of like if you are 
making sure your childhood and the main associations of nostalgia are brands like Nike, Mattel, Nintendo, Pepsi. Even fucking AT&T get in on it. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's kind of sad. Black and Decker. Because if you're a fucking grown-ass adult and all your nostalgic memories are, God, remember all the multinational companies when I was growing up? Oh, they're still here. Awesome. That's I don't great. Think there's, there were any embarrassing ones that don't exist anymore. No, there's not. It's, I mean, JVC maybe have lost a little of their still luster. Still Not man. the pioneers of technology yeah. they're making them out uh. to be. Sadly, the boombox took away a lot of uh, JVC's uh, luster there. Marty Jr. Mm. is a total dink. Well, yeah, but he's getting beaten up by this gang, right, who are intimidating him. He can't even make his auto-fitting jacket auto-fit itself. No, he's got silly floppy arms. The buttons right there! (laughs) That's literally like someone not dressing themselves in the current day. (laughs) But, um, yeah, he gets called a complete wimp by now Marty. Now Marty. I'm like, he's getting beaten up by a gang. Oh, yeah, and I will say, I'm allowed to say, you know, he's a complete wimp, because I'm... I'm a stranger watching the movie. And if you... Imagine if you saw, like, your son and he was being bullied. Like, what a little loser. Yeah. What a doofus. Yeah, he's also called Marty, which is getting a bit kind of... And all the while as well, his girlfriend is, like, knocked out in an alley, by the way. He's ah, like, He's not a very empathetic sort, ah. is, my, is Marty McFly, is it? He's kind of no. like, in the pursuit of his greater good, everyone else gets thrown by the wayside. Yeah. So, real Marty kind of does the old switcheroo and yeah. stands up for the his old uh, swapping the suitcases. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. Marty was wearing a luminous Put jacket. The they never, they never thought what was going to happen. Yeah. You know? We get introduced to the whole thing here, which is Marty's short fuse. If he gets called a chicken, yeah, his chicken fuse. He's seriously triggered by being called a chicken. He's consistently chicken triggered. Do you think that is like if someone offers him chicken for dinner, he's going to be like chicken? Probably. The fantastic thing is that one of the lads in the gang has a little chicken noise app on his, on his body. <laughs> I mean, I'll be the first one to say people are bloody glued to their iPhones these days, but uh, they don't have them as their torsos. <laughs> I don't think that's what Steve Jobs had in mind. He was more of a brush steel handheld type of guy. They're kind of, they say that they've got like bionic implants. Yeah. Which, I, it just seems to make them all like, are they on drugs? They don't add much more to that. It's just, they've got machines in them somewhere, maybe. He might as well just said, watch out, Marty, they're on amphetamines. <laughs> they don't know what's what, Marty. They'll fuck you up. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. we got a hoverboard chase. Hmm. Sorry, th- there's this whole fight going on in the cafe 80s. Yeah. And because it's the future, there's no staff. Yeah, it's all automated yeah. by um, facsimiles of 80s pop culture yeah. icons like Michael Jackson and former president Ronnie Reagan. <laughs> Like, how could shit not go horribly wrong all the time when there's no physical staff? I think it is because recently, on my drive to work, I go past a lot of houses that um, have honesty boxes outside, which is like, take six eggs, leave a quid 50. And honestly, I don't think there's ever been an issue there. So if it works for rural farm shops in this current day, maybe that's kind of what they were going for for here, you know? People yep. genuinely are good and can be totally trusted is the moral of this story. <laughs> the hoverboard chase. I mean, <laughs> obviously, this is... You know, you knew about hoverboards probably... Did I did. You, 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 it's been on and on. Yeah. And on and on and on. Yeah, yeah. And I was watching this going, there's no way this could live up to any sort of resemblance of the hype. No. Did it live up? I mean, no. <laughs> 
Really silly. Some of the effects uh, in the movie didn't hold up so well. It was Ghostbusters oh syndrome a little bit yeah. in this movie. Some dodgy looking shots. Not you know, it's it's the eighties. They looked yeah, fantastic yeah. for the time. Mm. You had some issues with the logic of the hoverboard, I believe. Right. He was he was skateboarding on a hoverboard. He was yeah. hoverboarding yeah. on a hoverboard. And a quali- a quality metal product, if I yeah. can just say. Just pop out the handle and then you've got a, a board. I think yeah. that's quite useful. He was pushing with his foot on air. Yeah. No. I'm not having that. I mean... The ground is a little bit further down. <laughs> that would have made sense. You've got some resistance and you can push. Yeah. But he was like, well, I'm hovering on air, so, so I guess I can push on air. That's No! doesn't work like that, man. No! It really doesn't. Maybe that's why the hoverboards took so long to come to fruition. That the, the basic design that was here was so faulty. Like, I don't get it. We just keep pushing on air. It's not moving. <laughs> why would Mr. Zemeski lie to us? Oh, God. All these like scientists, like you know, completely flabbergasted, and then someone's like, "Hey, what if we touch the ground?" By God, we've got it. <laughs> we've cracked it. Get me the president of Mattel. <laughs> yeah, that got me cross. What yeah. also got me cross as well is that when he goes over the water, and they're like, "It can't go in water, obviously, unless you've got power to push you." And he, but it still manages to stay hovering over the water. Yeah, and he's right at the Tiny edge. Tiny little gap, and he's like. <laughs> Oh, I yeah. really want to pee on my hoverboard. Get off it. Marty, you need to take he, a few risks. He wouldn't even have to jump. He could just do a big, a long big step. step. And maybe because we, you and I are tall, we kind of, oh, kind of, ah, you could just play out your big, ah, you could walk over that. Well, ah. then you can jump then. You can give it a whirl at least. Yeah. And he does get wet, but. Takes some ages. Future has got self drying jackets. Yes. No kind of video game type thing. That is a brilliant. <laughs> you get out of the water when you're already dry. Yeah, it's great. It's like you spend all this time in video games. So it's like, wow, when you go in the water, you can be wet and look realistically wet yeah. for two seconds <laughs> before you just immediately evaporate. And I was very impressed with the self-drying jacket. And again, I have to ask, why is all the focus been on hoverboards when there is obvious tangible stuff that we need in our lives? Yeah. It is winter. Self-drying jackets. We need them. Most of these ideas I can see being pitched on Dragon's Den. <laughs> it's a self-drying jacket. <laughs> but it's a really rubbish prototype that doesn't work. He's a show on the hoverboard. Goes, no, yeah. you, you've never got any resistance there. You, you can't just move it on air. I'm oot. I think that's why all these products don't exist now, just because Duncan Bannatyne has said he's oot and he, he's ha- oot. no money has gone into it. I mean, I could see Tio Batista's going in for the, the self-drying jacket because he's a bit of an, you know, he's, he can kind of see the, the spectacular and the unspectacular, yeah, yeah. so to speak. But Bannatyne will be stone cold out for all yeah. of this nickel and dime bullshit you know quite frankly is all it is yep. we get a shot of Marty trying to get the almanac mm. the word almanac is a great word <laughs> yes before I saw this movie, uh, I thought Almanac was a type of fancy French liqueur that my parents drank. <laughs> Would you care for a snifter of Almanac? Oh, go on, you know. Almanac. Wonderful. I've not Almanac. heard Almanac, Almanac so many times in such a short space. Of time. Like, it sounds like an almondy type liqueur. Yeah. Almanac. You'd have it with a cake or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, oh, there's a, that's a bit boozy, that tart. Well, actually, a Almanac, in there. Of Almanac yeah. in there. Look, it's fine, though. It was cooked, so the alcohol evaporated off, so little Johnny can have a slice yeah. still, but... Give me the almanac out. Oh, give me the almanac yeah. Oh, get the almanac out. <laughs> oh, go on. Get it. It is Christmas. I mean, I don't know what to, you know, you know, call him out here, but my dad, this just reminds me, my dad calls advocate avocado. <laughs> and avocado's advocates. Like, it's been a recurring, like, confusion for him. Not as a joke, just I'm, a... I'm wondering if he's called cognac almanac now or something, <laughs> if I picked that up from somewhere else. 
Uh, but the idea of the almanac is that it is yeah. a sporting. It's a collection of sporting statistics. Yes, it's in the antique shop, even though it must be only five years old. Oh, yeah, because it's up to two thousand, mm. isn't it? So it's fifteen years ah, old. It's so. a plot device. So you know, plot device doesn't matter. Yeah. Oh, I've said five years. I mean fifteen. Fifteen years. years yeah. yeah. So I guess it that it qualifies as an antique, surely. Yeah, I guess it does. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was twenty ten. I mean, once a child reaches the age of fifteen, I mean that's when they're fully grown. You put them in a charity shop. You yeah, know? they're, they're <laughs> an antique. You're an antique. What's more, you'll be an antique my son but the lady was explaining that like dust jackets don't exist anymore because we got rid of dust question mark I, I think there's some sort of explanation about yeah. like paper being like different now but I didn't think that would be significant but it turns out the idea of the dust jacket is actually quite comes up later in the film which there's no nice. there's no wasted lines yeah. in, in Back to the Future it's quite everything, tight yeah, everything that is said is either A a reference to something that's happened or will mm. happen or B a really really necessary product placement for just a quality product you know, yeah. and I mean, while I'm finishing through here with this, I think I might just go and enjoy a, just a quality Pepsi product. You yeah, know, because sure. that's just how... I'll join you. I mean, yeah, it's the choice of a new generation, Sam. That's all yeah. I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Well, I enjoy Pepsi most with my mates. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, but I mean, what, what are mates without Nintendo to play with? You know, exactly. that's all I'm saying. Hey, yeah. those are nice Nikes. I just <laughs> compliment you on those. They're good. It's very good. So it ends up that Marty tries to get a thing. Oh, you're going to make a, a fast book. Mm. And he gets he gets both barrels from Doc Brown as he does. He, he does he gives him both barrels. He guilt trips the fucking bejesus out of him. Turn telling off, yeah. No, oh, you're not gonna make money from time machines. Well, I didn't get into the time machine racket to make money. I got into the time machine racket so I could upset children. <laughs> Duh. Travel in time. So I could take teenage girls, put them in my time machine, and knock, knock them out, out, and not tell them what's going on. Yeah. Because they're not important. Yeah. So it ends up then that lurking in the background, <laughs> old man Biff just kind of like appears. Background Biff looms into frame. He's so fucking sinister. That that made me laugh to a big laugh. Oh, yeah. When Biff came out from behind the door. <laughs> Almanac. Almanac. That sounds <laughs> delicious. A recovering alcoholic Biff Tannen couldn't resist a snifter of Almanac. <laughs> Doc says Great Scott so much more in this movie than the first yeah. one. Like, the first movie was like a couple of times. People must have picked up on it and they thought, well, I'll give the fans what they like. Do the line. Do the line, Doc. Great Scott. Is it open, yeah! Opens the door. Great Scott! <laughs> Doc, we got to go back to the future. Great Scott. No, we got to go back. I mean, I would say one great Scott could cover all of this, Mm. you know? You don't need to keep coming back to it so often. Fan service. Now, Jennifer ends up being found by the police. Yeah. Why was she lying out in the alleyway? Did they, like, take her out of the car? They took her out, put her down on some bins or something. So they took the woman they knocked out and put her in a bin. They put her on a bin. On a bin. On some bin bags, I think. Okay. Which, uh, now I think about it, is quite symbolic. But, yeah, they just left her there. And Martin McFly at the time was like, we can't just leave her here. And Doc was like, it'll be five minutes, everything will be fine. Shut up, Marty, of course we can. He's like, oh, yeah. If you're going to take a lady out on a nice date, number one, don't take them to the future without their explicit consent. And number two, don't leave them on a load of little bloody bin bags. Once they're in the future. Once they're in the future. He's a future bin bag. Yeah, maybe, maybe those are the these kind of like fancy bin bags. Yeah. I mean, I've not laid on any of these 2015 bin bags. Maybe we're, we're missing just out. mispronouncing bean bags. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
So she gets found by some uh, future police. Yeah. Who have got sweet future police boots and hats that say their names. Who thinks they think she's been tranked? She's a she's a trank. She she likes tranquilizer. That's why she's knocked out. That's the obvious uh, answer there. You yeah. Know? It's good to see the police forces as ignorant the, as ever in the future. Well, she's not a what is it lollop or a zip head? I can't remember what the things zip were. Head. Zip head was what. Lollop, that sounds like a racist up. word from the forties. Yeah. Like, but they've obviously got these things that people take. These kind of fancy future drugs. Yeah. Um, she's not on zip or um, whatever the other or one Or do She's on trank. Or heroin. She's a tranker. She's, she could be on anything for yeah. all we know. So they take her back to her home. She's on tranquilizer. Let's take her home. Yeah, let's take her home. Not to the station. Let's not fill out any paperwork yeah. or report this. Yeah. They go home to her house to let her off. And I've, at this I've point... I've forgotten this bit. Well, at this point, both of us kind of made the same point where we wrote in our notes, which was, why are there still roads? He did yeah. explicitly say at the start of this where movie... Where we're going... We don't need roads. 2015... We don't need roads. Fucking loads of roads. There are roads everywhere. Uh, arguably, there's probably more than there were in the past. Such an election promise, isn't it? And I pledge to you by 2015, we won't need roads. <laughs> there will be no roads. And granted, yes, you're kind of true, there are hover cars, but there are still roads everywhere, mm. okay? And we still don't have a seven-day NHS. Do you think there's so, some I mean, hipsters driving normal cars? Yeah. <laughs> Like, no, I like roads. I like how it feels. You know, I prefer the sound of roads. I mean, if you're not driving on the road, you're not really driving. Yeah. Much in the way that if you read a book on a Kindle, you don't really read that book. You do, though. You Same do. word. Simply do. You yeah. simply do. So, it's the future. She's been dropped up at her future home. Yeah. Poor Jennifer, who's no idea Very what's confused. going along. And yeah. uh, knock on the door. <laughs> <laughs> Who could it be? It's only uh, not Crispin Glover and his wife. Now, it's interesting because in the future, Crispin Glover is upside down and also yeah. not Crispin Glover. <laughs> A lot's changed. A lot's changed. We were kind of debating whether, like, when he was in negotiations to star in this film, it's like, can you act upside down? It's like, no. No, <laughs> that's that's a plot that's point. A yeah, that's a that's a deal breaker. Here's how this happens: they offered him like fucking very low money, like really low money, like insultingly low. Actually, low. What he thought it was low. Well, he was offered less money than all the other returning cast members. Okay, which considering he was a fairly big part of the yeah. first movie, and had he been in this one, I could only imagine he would have been a lot more featured part, yeah. than man who was there to look and trick you into thinking it was Crispin Glover. Yeah, but yeah, he refused to take part then as a result and they said that he was asking for too much money considering they were like they said something really demeaning which is like given the your notoriety or like the, your status you can't ask for more money right so they just went ahead and they put in this dude who looks yeah. kind of like him and they obscure his face you don't see him often enough to realise that it's not Crispin the one time you see him head on he's upside down I mean by the he's time old. I, old I tried on. to go upside down and I just fell over yeah. so you know he sued them for using his likeness and image in a movie I'd argue rightly so rightly so because that's fucking him but it's not but it is I mean alright if you've seen Crispin Glover in any other movie or kind of yeah. just seen Crispin Glover in general that whole kind of neurotic yeah that is Crispin that is just yeah. Crispin Glover it's no more George McFly senior than the man in the moon it is Crispin Glover mm. 
And yeah, they just nicked his image, essentially. Yeah. So I think as a result of this, I don't know if he was successful in suing them or if there was a settlement. But as a result, the Screen Actors Guild had to change the rules, which is that if you use like someone's image or whatever, you have to have their consent yeah. and they have to be paid and da 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 da. Okay. But it's so shitty, like that you would Is that kind of why when there's like cast replacements in some modern movies and stuff, it doesn't really look like the old one. Yeah. They're not trying to find somebody who looks like them, they're just finding someone else who can do it. Yeah, they're not like trying to do like an express imitation yeah like, whereas now it's kind of legally tricky yeah and i think like i mean obviously they replaced jennifer as well but that's because the original actress like she had like her mother was really sick or something oh, okay. so like that was kind of the reason she gave them their blessing but crispin yeah. glover was like no that's not enough money like fine we'll do it anyway yeah. you know it's like when a corporation i don't know like say mm, just an example nike asked tom waits if they can use one of his songs and he says no and then they record their own version of it and he sues them for several million dollars and wins i won't have a bad words said about Nike. <laughs> Not on this <laughs> podcast. Look, Sam, just do it, okay? Just do it. Okay, so upside down Crispin. Yeah. Non-Crispin. Upside down, not Crispin Glover. The reason why he's upside down. He threw out his back on the golf course. So you put him upside down. Yeah. Well, well, I think the theory is that he's upside down so he's not on his feet, so there's not weight on his back. That's just... I, I laughed a lot at how silly that was. It was a, quite silly. Solution. Yeah. Very silly. And, yeah. Uh, but yeah, they even have things like he does even with the hair flick and all that kind of stuff. That scene was pretty on the nose. Like, we're, yeah, we're yeah. trying to continue without you. Mm. Future McFly life, like all visited McFly lives, is completely shit. Yeah. And old Marty is even shitter. He's an old man. He's got two ties. His hand don't work no more. Uh, he Mike, can't play guitar. Michael J. Fox's old man voice is like my old man voice. Is, Hello, I'm I'm Marty. He's like, <laughs> honey, I'm home. Get your kids off my lawn. I mean, Just, it's sad. Yeah. Is it like doomed that everyone has to be fucking miserable? I mean, should they not take a hint that the McFlys are not destined for good things? Mm. Stop fucking changing everything to make your lives better. It's shit. Accept it. Yeah, Stop accept the fight. Accept it and move on. Yeah. And all of this is going on, and Marty is uh, is trying to get into the house, and uh, Jennifer's trying to get out of the house. Mm. Biff just kind of appears, this old man. He comes up in a taxi, doesn't he? He's obviously paid one of the crazy taxi drivers to drop him off. That was a very crazy taxi. Yeah. Very crazy. The guy looked properly goofy. Yeah. Mad, mad goofy. And it flew away. And then he just <laughs> nicks the DeLorean and goes back in time, and they yeah. don't notice. No. That stealthy old man with a mm. bad hip, and apparently a congenital heart disease what's that all about <laughs> it just slips away yeah <laughs> and then presumably has a massive adventure in the past da, and then quickly da, comes da, back da, da, da. and no no bother you'd think he'd need to know how to use the machine because even doc struggles using it sometimes i'm just thinking of all the ball ache they had to get back yeah. to the future in the last one and now it's just like biff oh could just pick it. old man biff old man biff crusty old biff well, if Krusty O'Biff can uh, use Apple's latest operating system, he surely knows how to use. <laughs> Good one. Oh, Pepsi Perfect. Um, um, just as a reminder as well, though, make sure you do use AT&T, because uh, if you are going to use any sort of video now, in the past, or in the future, uh, make sure it's AT&T. Now, sadly, Sam and I can't use AT&T because it's not a provider in our country but we will just do everything we can to ensure that our American listeners know of the quality of service that they provide yeah you know absolutely in any timeline ah, okay yeah you 
know, your phone line anytime. Like it, it, wor- it works, you know. <laughs> they have kind of picked out on a few things here, which which have happened. Um, mm. There seems to be some sort of prototypical Google Glass, which is made yeah. by JVC. <laughs> yeah, there's like funny weird TV goggle things. There's also so, Skype. Yeah, which AT and T invented. AT and T Skype. There's yeah. also being able to watch six channels at once. Which, the, in you, fairness, the big tellies. Yeah, the flat screen big telly looks pretty convincing. Food rehydration. Mm. I mean, I had cake in a mug the other night. Does that count? No. Uh, not really there then. I, Black and Decker I, were kind of like. I thought right. They were just when they put that little pizza in the weird oven thing. Mm-hmm. I thought that was like an Iceland party food type pizza, and they'd only got one left. And they were, mad and they were splitting it between. Them. Oh. <laughs> this is a big pizza. Yeah. I want that. Yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah. Think of all the space. I mean, because obviously Sam, known fact, loves his frozen pizzas. Space is an issue. Yeah. And you can only put so many in a freezer. That'd be great. You know? Yeah. They're all little like but Those that. pizzas are like those little dinosaur toys that you put water on them and they go big dinosaurs. Yeah, I bet they smell from, funny. From that episode of The Simpsons that I remember. <laughs> I bet though if you had that pizza, funny smelling water would come out of yeah. it as well. You know? It's just a... Uh, Marty Sr. gets fired over Skype by yeah. his Asian boss yeah. who has got... He's got a penchant for firing. Yes. He fires him hard. Mm. He fires him and it just appears on screen in front of him. You're fired in big letters, yeah. Alan sugars him good and proper, like. Hilarious. And he kind of he gives him a woof as well at the same time as all of his social media and facts and everything, like, all says you're fired. They've got faxes in 2015. That's one of the few kind of really embarrassing things that they talk about faxes. <laughs> it's like they didn't think it through. It's like, well, yeah. do you not think in a world where video conferencing is possible that mm. facts may be a little redundant? I guess they thought that it would become some kind of future facts, but everyone would still call it facts. It's weird because they kind of, they do this whole thing where it's like, oh, papers aren't important anymore, but yet they all have newspapers, facts. <laughs> they, they, yeah. they literally, their puny 1985 brains weren't possibly capable of conceiving a world without precious paper. How does Marty get fired? Because he's talking to needles. Yeah. Um, he gets fired because he's involved in some sort of like, he gets like roped into some scam or whatever. Yeah. And immediately gets fired. Because he's like, you're chicken. Oh, okay, then I'll show you. I'll get fired. Yeah. So yeah, sad pathetic Marty and you get this horrible stuff that Jennifer the only thing that Jennifer gets to do in this movie now is like one get knocked out and then two see what a miserable wretch her boyfriend is going to become see how shit her wedding is going to be and then also see herself old and then pass out and then get knocked out from that yeah Spends the whole movie unconscious, really. God, yeah. As a uh, harsh times to uh, to be alive mm. in in Hollywood. So Biff comes back from the future and yep. dies. That was very dark. Does he die? Yeah, he's a heart. He's like having this big yeah. heart attack. Yeah. yeah, I think that's just for them to kind of say, "Oh, he won't try and go back to the past again." Is that to be like, "Oh, he's been busy <laughs> so much lately, he's conked out his heart." Yeah, he's he's, he's had a bit of an adventure. Yeah. Time travel is it gives you. I mean, pregnant women and old people shouldn't time travel, mm. and also maybe well, dogs. I don't. I still don't feel comfortable. Yeah, with, we're with not alright with that. dogs on that. No. You know, not cool at all. So they decide to head back to the past to try and sort all this stuff out and take Jen with them. Doc says he doesn't have time to go back to the Old West, which he wanted to do. Wink, wink. Lol. That came out of nowhere. It's just like, by the way, I really want... I love cowboys. By the way, we're making these films at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) By the way, this sequel is definitely coming out. (laughs) 
So they go back to the past, but it is shit. All bollocked up. They've screwed it up yeah. once again. Marty drops back Jen and then goes into his own home, which ends up in a very scary situation yeah. where he jumps into a young woman's bed. Yeah. And then our angry dad. dad Free sucker. And he yeah. tries very, very slowly to hit him with a baseball bat. Mm. It got real dark, this movie, at points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the reality of the situation was very much sinking in. And I, mm. I do like this kind of real stark. It's not just kind of like, oh, no, my dad's not going to get with my... It's like, yeah. oh, shit, everything is fucked up. Mm. And that kind of was a nice... Biff's kind of... okay, but everyone else is not okay. Yeah, Biff yeah. Is, is grand, though. In case yeah, you're yeah. wondering, Biff is more than, than okay. Mm. He walks down Hill Valley, and it's like, there's rubbish everywhere. Yeah. There's loads of dogs running around. Everyone's fucking shooting each other. Chalk outlines of bodies. Bloody yeah. graffiti. <laughs> Banksy. <laughs> Banksy's at it again, you know. And there's no more school as well. He's like, the school burned down six years ago. Yeah. And then there's a drive-by shooting. The school died exactly ten years ago today on this very spot. The school was shot and murdered in cold <laughs> blood. Hill Valley has become Hell Valley. Yeah. Basically, to try and... Have you played Super Mario World 3D on the Wii U? Yes. Yeah, that's a quality Nintendo product. So love like, it. Uh, on, on a quality Nintendo system. Mm. I love it, you know. Particularly when I'm uh, I'm, I'm on my AT&T. I love it. Yep. Uh, non-stop. But in the, the last world, which is Bowser's world, which is kind of like Casino world. Oh, it's yeah, all, yeah, yeah. And it's all like, you know, his face and neon lights. It's like that. That's what that is here. Yeah. Biff's world is Bowser's final yes, world. And big, thing. tall casino thing. You know, he's got a big cigar burning money with <laughs> I love it. I love that Biff kind of goes from being this goof in the first movie to being yeah. like, whoa, if any old dickhead had the power and means to do it, he probably would ruin the world. Yeah. And you get to hear the story of how Biff is the luckiest man in America. Yeah, the little mini automated tour thing about That's so cool. come in here and you can find out the story of Biff. And it's like, Here's most of the story of Biff. Yeah. Come visit our museum of exposition. It would be too long to do it otherwise. Placed loads of bets. He placed loads of bets, won loads of money, and my particular favourite is them him showing all the different people he's married over the years. It's like him and Marilyn Monroe <laughs> photoshopped in like, hey, I've done all right for myself. So he's made this massive casino, legalised gambling, has the whole town in his pocket. This is where I was thinking this movie is properly silly. Just oh, yeah. The, yeah. You thought it was too much? No. I, I I think I realised that it's really silly mm-hmm. but th- that's what's enjoyable yeah it's, it's, it's this felt like a kind of weird fever dream or something definitely yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's so but strange the pacing is so good because there's always something happening they, there's always a feel or a need that they should be running yeah you know I was never bored that's a good sign I, th- I realise that now that's there's good. no like can't wait for this to be over I felt on edge with this, yeah, with yeah. this a lot of the time yeah. you know, even though I've seen it before mm. Biff has also married Marty's mother and yeah. also it's implied that he's murdered his father yeah uh, that's not so good the first movie, we had the awkward situation where Marty nearly slept with his mother. Yeah. The second movie, we had the even more awkward situation where Marty just stares at his mother's breast implants and it's like, yeah. Mom, you can't have boobs. Well, he, so he gets knocked out yeah. by the casino security, I casino guess. Casino zone guards. Yeah, and then they take him up to the... 
70-something floor. Yeah, which is where Biff lives. And he wakes up next to his mum, stares at his mum's boobs. Yeah. And then does a kind of... Whoa, mum, you're hot. They did it in the yeah. first movie. Again, like, it's the same thing. You've got so big. I'm like, ugh. Just say that. But mum, you've got a massive tits. Like, Can you imagine the amount of awkward dads and sons sitting watching this oh, movie? God, like, that would be awful. Mm. Yeah. It's up there, like, you mm. know? It's really got to be up there. Yeah, this was the moment where you exclaimed, this is fucking daft. Yeah, because it is. Yeah, so he's... he's his dad now is technically his stepdad is uh, is Biff, Biff. And, like, you find out that, like, it's a marriage of... I don't know what is a marriage of, but it's really dark. Cause no like, one's happy. <laughs> yeah, he's like, you can't leave me because then, you know, you know, I'm paying for all your kids yeah, and you're I'll all dependent on me. I'll cut them off. Yeah. You know, your brother will go back to prison. Da, 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 da. Mm. It's, it's really horrible. Like, yeah. really, really horrible stuff. And then there's the the big reveal from Marty's mum when she's, like, drinking and yeah. sad and he's asking about his, his actual dad, yeah. not, <laughs> not stepdad Biff. Not, not step Biff. <laughs> um, and it's revealed that uh, George is dead. He's dead! And the face and the music is just... That was like a big laughter moment. And it cuts immediately to the graveyard. Marty says, Marty scratches around and says, Yes, your father is dead. (laughs) Born, died, which is underlined three times. Definitely dead. So yeah, Doc shows up. And he's like, Oh, I knew you'd be here when I found out your dad was died. That's convenient. You'd need to double check on the grave. I don't know, belt and braces. You want to be sure, Marty. You want to be sure. And Doc then thankfully explains everything for those Mm. of us who were not paying attention. Yes, he goes back to his got a crap base and pulls out a chalkboard and starts drawing on it. He's got a lot of scented candles. Yes. I'm assuming they're scented. Mm. Einstein spotting as well, who's nice to see him back. Yeah. It's nice to see a dog actually get work, you know. So yeah, Doc has explained that now there's an altered timeline, so they can't just go to the future because that future will be different. Yep. So they have to go back to the past. And that Biff took the almanac and you can see because here's the receipt on blue plastic for some reason. Duh, future, oh, and also in future. case you forgot, here's his cane which he also left and also he shat himself and he's done a stool sample. And and here's definitely... a handwritten note for him saying it was me, Biff. And there's a video footage of him <laughs> laughing about it as well. So just so you know, it's all there. Yep. Uh, Doc has got his own headline on a newspaper as well. Yeah, Emmett Brown committed. Yeah. Front page news. Front pa- not a lot happens in Hill Valley, I no, guess. No, obviously not. You know, so George is dead. Emmett Brown has been committed. Yeah. Also, I quite, I mean, I've gone to this habit from The Simpsons. Anytime I see a headline, I always look for the sub headline if there's yeah. a gag. Were there any funny ones? Oh, there's a great one. Nixon running for fifth term. <laughs> love it. Love it, love it, love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. Could you imagine the 80s with Nixon still running the shop? Fucking hell. Amazing. At this point, when we cut back to Biff in his casino fortress, yeah. you and I made the exact same. We were writing it at the same time. I interrupted freaky. you. I interrupted you writing it down to make the observation that Biff is basically Donald Trump. He's got the same shitty hair. Yeah. Same self-aggrandizing. I imagine Donald Trump's office has got a painting of him in the background. Like, And he's got a leather gold chair with yeah. fucking tiger print on it. A gold safe. You know, burns money to light his cigars. Yeah. He is so Donald Trump here. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Do you know Trump has actually a place called Trump Tower? I'm just saying, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know. I'm just, all right, 2015, you just whatever. just put a big, like, painted image of Donald Trump on it with him burning some money. It would be exactly the same thing. So that, this is basically Hill Valley 1985 Ultra Timeline if Donald Trump wins the election. Yeah. That's what it's going to be. Yeah. He legalized gambling. And he just went back to the past, didn't he? And he found an almanac. And the almanac yeah. says people are scared of 
immigrants. Exploit that fact, please. Maybe that's what Donald Trump did. Probably. Why he's such a success. Yes, that's why he went bankrupt four times. <laughs> <laughs> Better dig out the old album. <laughs> Shit. Get some of this money. He's got it upside down. I don't understand what's going on. Like, uh, problem I had with the almanac, which came evident at this point, and this yeah. is when Biff... He reveals to Marty, because Marty's like, great yeah. sports, or, sports almanac. Confrontra- confrontation between the two. And he takes out of his little safe. He's like, ah, you know, uh, an old man gave this to me many years ago. Da, 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 da. Yeah. What my problem with the almanac was immediately was that almanac technically would become useless because the first game he won, he won like a million dollars and he won loads of other stuff. Yeah. But surely by the fact that he won the million dollars, that changes the, the future. And particularly as it pertains to sporting and odds and betting, the slightest change of someone winning surely would have repercussions down the line, meaning that Almanac would no longer yes. be any use. Ha! But we've seen newspapers change when stuff gets changed. Also, the, the, the Alm- Almanac will have probably changed as things have happened. Oh, that's why I so thought anyway. That, that makes sense. Then. Because it's from the future. Yeah. And they've looked at things and when they've gone back in the past and they've changed stuff, the, those things change. Oh, so the, that's I the only see. thing I think. Because, yeah, it does make sense that if someone places massive bets on a team and does stuff and changes what's happening in the world, that the teams will act differently. Okay, so, what happens then in a scenario when then he's got the Almanac? He goes, I don't think the writers of this film <laughs> no, thought no, no. about this. He, went, <laughs> he gets the Almanac, he goes back to the future, or back to the past, or wherever the fuck, and then yeah. it's a timeline where sports does no longer exist and has been banned. Yeah. Does that almanac turn into a black hole then? The word sports changes to news. <laughs> <laughs> no, it turns into a bottle of delicious almanac is what happens in that instance then. Yeah. So Biff spills the beans, but then he tries <laughs> to... spill the almanac. Yeah, he spills them anywhere. He spills the beans, and yeah. then he tries to spill Marty's beans. Yeah. His beans are red, and he wants to kill Marty, oh, yeah. make okay. blood come out of yeah. him by shooting him. Because the old man told him in the past that if a doctor or a stupid-looking kid came asking questions... Kill him. Kill him. Kill and him. who needs an excuse to shoot a child, you know? <laughs> Obviously not Biff. Not Biff. Marty Roof escapes with Doc. Yeah. Very dangerous. Yeah. Kind of like he's like jumps off and he's like standing on this flying car. I mean, they didn't really synch- did they synchronize that? Did they know that was going to happen? It's a movie, it doesn't matter. I mean, it was, it was quite fun, but also, yeah. you know, health and safety. What could it be like saying jump off the building? A suicide is nice and neat. Uh, what? <laughs> it's not. Like you've yeah. 77 floors. Yeah. Oh well. When he jumped off the edge of the roof, folks, Sam turned to me and went da 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 da. It was a real I should have broke your thumbs moment. Yeah. <laughs> and then Doc, um, I think, says something about going back to the future. And it, yeah. uh, just like Great Scott, they say back to the future about five or six times in this movie. Even though they go back to the past way more than yeah. they go back to the future. They've said it so many times. So they go back to 1955 because they have to stop Biff getting the almanac or at least destroy the almanac when he does get it. Yeah. There's two Marnies and two Docs, etc. It's like they're going back to the event of the first the movie, first movie yeah. which is really cool because they you know there's lots of cool moments where they're kind of doing scenes from the previous movie and you see yeah. them in the background clever. it's very clever mm. makes you want to rewatch the first movie I would yes. imagine yeah. I noticed that Biff from 1955 mm-hmm. looks more 2015 yeah. than 2015 Biff with the the, the shirt the, the, that print shirt hair. shaved sides yeah the rolled up sleeves on the shirt yeah and the rolled up denim yeah, yeah. yeah 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 no very much so it's very 2015 uh, it's serious uh, grade A bullying from Biff as well he, oh, nicks, he nicks a ball from yeah. kids and he just throws it away I laughed a lot of that yeah 
proper classic bullying. And of course, for uh, no reason. For no reason. No reason. And all the children are just so sad. Like they're, yeah. just, they're not even sad. They just go quiet. Oh. I guess we're not playing with a ball today. <laughs> that man ruined it. Walks away. And yeah. Nintendo's not even been invented yet. Damn what it. What are they going to do to entertain themselves? Grade A, you know, inappropriate attacks from Biff as well as he runs over and tries to lift the skirt of two girls. Yeah. Ah! We remember this from the first film, though. Him running out and going, I'm going to marry you. Yeah. They're all threatening someone into being in a relationship with Thanks for reminding us. Yikes. So Biff meets Biff, Mm. and he gives him the almanac. And Biff is so dumb, he can barely even comprehend what's going on. What's going on. I like the idea that even if you're a ding-dong like Biff is, Mm. when you're older, you are wiser than your younger self. Yeah. That's look forward to. He does think of young Biff as like an idiot butthead kid. Yeah, when he says, like, make like a tree and get out of here, he's like, do you know how stupid you sound when you say that? (laughs) That's cute, because at some point, someone must have explained that. You're an idiot. (laughs) Mate, it's not that at all. It's like, oh. Oh. oh no! <laughs> if only I could go back in time and tell young me. Wait, Biff is the one who tells Biff that it's stupid. Self-fulfilling prophecy again. Yeah. Oh. But then he must have. No- but he will have known because he will have told himself. So- oh, time travel's weird. That's time travel's weird. Time travel will make you think that Back to the Future is kind of silly, and then you start thinking about it and go, "Oh, it's actually confusing." It so therefore, it's clever. Yeah, it is. You're confused. It has to be clever, Sam. So he's told him that that's wrong, which Sam, is why he knows that it's wrong to tell him that it's wrong. Sam, and just loop round forever. Either the movie is clever or we're dumb. Yes. And I'm not admitting to being dumb. Yes, clever movie. <laughs> Clever movie. Oh, what a clever movie. Good job, movie. Being all clever. They revisit the dance from the first movie. Yeah. It's amazing. Marty's tailing Biff the whole time, trying to get his hands on the the precious Oilmanac. Yeah. Marty is incognito, wearing a leather jacket and a hat, basically disguising himself as Richard Hammond. (laughs) And I was wondering the way... He's literally dressed as the incognito little thing in Google Chrome, that when you go into incognito (laughs) mode... He's dressed as that. He's gone fully incognito. I was, I was kind of hoping with this that... I mean, what incognito mode in Chrome? I mean, yeah, <laughs> I exactly. I never use that. never use that. And you no need to, Sam. Nothing to yep. be ashamed of. But I was wondering, though, given the fact that he was looking like Richard Hammond so much, if we were going to continue the long tradition of product placement, and you have a quick pop at Morrison's there, you know? Yeah. On the way home, big adventure. Need to get milk and something easy for the tea. Well, well that's Lots of cars. Lots of cars. <laughs> Which Richard yeah. Hammond likes. Exactly. Richard Hammond loves... Yeah. Cars. Lovely car. He gets his hands on the almanac for yeah. eventually from the principal who confiscated it. But it's ooh la la inside. Mm. Ah, for a fair time when porno magazines had French titles. Yeah. Ooh la la. Is ooh la la French? Ooh la la. <laughs> ooh la la. Well, I assume ooh la la. It sounds like a, a French. That's like when you ask someone if they know French and they say, yeah. Ooh la la. Bonjour. Mamma mia. <laughs> French. It's all French. the same. No good Europeans. Yeah. We get to see the knockout punch from movie number one. Except this mm. time, it's not Crispin Glover knocking him out. It's some other guy whose face you can't see properly. Yeah. Marty finally gets the book. And he says he's going to give him CPR and he punches him right in the face. Takes the book. Biff does get it. In, you know, actually, yeah. nice to see Biff continually getting comeuppance. Yeah. You know, that, that's oh, the whole um, uh, porno in the book thing yeah. is why they mentioned dust jackets. Exactly, yeah. The dust jackets covering it. Everything happens for a reason, yeah. Sam. Clever <laughs> Biff told Biff. 
Biff told Biff about the dust jacket. Yeah. Uh, Biff's goons chase Marty, Mm. and in quite an odd moment, they all stand up waiting to jump Marty from the first movie, who's playing Johnny B. Good. Yeah. And they all kind of stand there in like, if you're walking past them in Pokemon, they'd be like, they'd walk towards you, but they're just out of sight, so they're just stood there looking for trouble. Yeah. And thankfully, they don't make a move, so Marty could very carefully walk across the scene from the first movie and drop a sandbag on them. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Because it's like, it's really clever that they've managed to literally work around the shot from the first movie. Yeah. It's really, really cool. Yeah. I remember when I first saw this, I was blown away because I was like, that's so seamless. But they've obviously re-recorded it. quite parts, seamless. But it's very, very yeah. well done. Like, Did they use any footage from the original? They used a mixture of footage and resho- uh, yeah. reshoots, yeah. So it's, very it's well done. Very, it's really, really well done. Yeah. Definitely. So Biff actually manages to reclaim the oil manac from <sighs> poor old... I mean, yeah. this is like horrible because it's like, they got it and they don't. It's just like the first movie. Ah, they've got it saved. No, they don't. No. But they do. No, they don't. Yeah. These last five minutes will be excruciating. <laughs> you are going to fucking sweat blood. Mm. So we have the obligatory big chase as we have Biff driving away in his Ford car quality car very yep. good and being chased in a hoverboard which makes another appearance mm-hmm. um, I thought this was pretty cool actually it was a lot more impressive than the first hoverboard sequence yeah there's a bit of like grabbing onto a car to get some speed and then going faster than you the know, car somehow the air, and, you know and, 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 yeah there's a point where he's like in the tunnel and Biff is like floors it he's like oh shit he's gonna get him yeah. and then it cuts back to Biff and he floors it again so it's like what did you go max speed and let off and then go again <laughs> Have you got a problem with the gears, Biff? Like, I mean, it's just... Uh, should you be driving stick shift if you don't really yeah. feel comfortable with it at this point? But he manages to do a sweet move, which is something out of Tony Hawk's pro skating skateboard game, yep. where he flips over and gets the almanac and gets saved by bunting. Mm. I think we've all been saved by bunting at one point or another in our Absolutely. lives. And, of course, in the fitting end, Biff gets pooped once again. And he hates manure. It goes in his mouth. He Ew. hates it. Ooh, it went in his mouth. Ooh. He's not one of those ones who loves it. No. He hates it. He's not like you and I, Sam. Yeah. <laughs> who <laughs> relish all of us. manure. <laughs> he hates it, so that must be awful for him. Someone's not a farmer, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Biff gets covered in poop. Yeah. The almanac gets burned. And the headlines... Finally, the almanac gets burned. It the goes... almanac's been back and forth in each other's knapsack. It's all over the I'm place. I'm just happy yeah. that it's set on fire at this point. Yeah. And it's great because the headlines, they have both change. Marty's one goes from, you know, local author killed to local author honoured. And instead of local scientist committed... Commended. You know, it might as well just change the headlines to say, everything's okay. (laughs) Um, I thought Marty was going to be tempted to place a sneaky bet. I would do just one. Yeah. Yeah. One big one. One big one. As a favour to maybe Jennifer or something. A medium one. Yeah, because he's really been shit to her. Just buy her a fucking present. Yeah. With some almanac money. Easy peasy. You have to earn that almanac money. Just wrap the almanac. Just get her a nice bottle of almanac. You know it's her (laughs) favourite. Okay. You know it would make up for the shitty way you've treated her in this movie. Mm. So, the DeLorean gets struck by lightning and just disappears. Yeah. So nothing can be okay they, for longer than ten seconds and Back to the Future. The, where are they in time? They're in the fifties. Fifty-five. Still. They've burnt the almanac. Yeah. So everything's back to normal. Yeah. And then Doc Brown does he start driving away? Is he you know he's flying up in the sky. He's flying he's like, anyway. Yeah. And then he just gets zapped by lightning. And, and well, he like nearly gets zapped by lightning. And then it's like don't get zapped by lightning. And then he gets proper zapped by lightning. What did I just tell you? Yeah. 
What did I just tell you? And disappears into a cloud of... Ether. Yeah. It's very sad, because he's just... It's like a real kind of, oh shit, Marty is alone. I mean, when he's out of range of walkie-talkie, you know there's trouble. Definitely. Yeah. Big trouble with a capital T. And immediately, a strange man appears. Immediately, the sequel walks off. Yeah. <laughs> a man appears, and in his pocket, he has got Back to the Future 3 on video. And he's like, we've got, yeah. we got to watch this now. <laughs> <laughs> But it's a letter from Doc Brown from the 1855s. Yeah. The the simpler times of cowboys and westerns where he's living and he's A-OK mm. and he's told that he needs to come back and visit him and he's going to go and find Doc Brown who's yeah. just obviously helped Marty from movie one get back so, to the future so, and now he's gone back and he's like... Ah! So our Doc from this film got zapped back to the past and yep. now he's trying to get back to the future but we need Doc from the first film who's yep. different from Doc from this one he's gone back well, to. Well, yeah, he's like 40 years younger. Yeah, we need him to help us get the other Doc mm-hmm. back. Oh, God, Back to the Future 3 is going to be ridiculous, isn't it? Let's have a look at some of the scenes from it. Yeah, um, it, it, instead of just going the end question mark, it says, yeah. to be concluded. Concluded? So they and know that's the final one. They're kind of quite definite about mm. that. And, you know, here we are many years later, and there's no Back to the Future 4 coming no. out. And a trailer for the third movie is what that we end on. That was weird. I, it's, it's awful. I felt strange about that. Do that in the cinema. Fine, but this was a DVD. Yeah. Show me the fucking credits, please. Yeah. Give me Power of Love or something. Don't show me scenes from the movie which is next to it in the box set. It's a bit weird. But a that, bit weird. Is that just because they shot it at the same time yeah, and they exactly. had that footage yeah, ready yeah. to go? And it was kind of like, oh shit, you gotta see this. It was like yeah. one of the first kind of instances of back-to-back sequels mm. being filmed, so... Back to the Future 2! Yeah. Did you enjoy it more than the first movie? Yes. Why do you think you enjoyed it more? I think I embraced the silliness yeah. and really, really quite enjoyed it. I still think it's just, I think it's just a better movie because it's it's more kind of like, it does more with the whole concept of time travel. Yeah. You see future, you see past, you see alternate future. They go back to the events of the first movie and try not interfere. It's a lot busier in a good way, I think. Well, I was trying to mentally recap what happened in the first one when it, before we did this. Yeah. And I, I realised it's not a lot. No, really, no. No, it's, it's just one... Trip. One trip, yeah. One kind of story arc. Yeah. One goal in Whereas mind. this was a lot of trips, a lot of things happening, a lot of what happens in the future and the past. And yeah. yeah. It's kind of like Empire Strikes Back in the sense that it's the darkest of the three. Yeah. You know? And I kind of like the fact that it's a little bit darker. Yeah. In that sense. It is a silly movie. But it made me laugh a whole bunch. Yeah. And you, there was laughs, like genuine yeah. laughs of that is funny as opposed and to... And some of this film is stupid. Well, that's... I mean, again... But that, they're kind of the same thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's one and the same. Very daft. It is a daft movie. It's a knockabout film. I'm it? really happy that you preferred this one though. Yeah. Because I mean, I think maybe the first one, because it was the first movie that we watched which was kind of like damn, that's got some weird kind of problems with women and whatnot and some weird moments in it. There's still some of that. It's less of it here but it's still, I mean, yeah. Oh, this is a franchise that simply has an issue with putting women in, in a prominent role. Yeah. Because, I mean, the way fucking Jennifer is treated in this, it's like... Well, she's hardly in it. It, well, is that for reasons that it's not the same actor? I guess, but I mean, it's in the same if, way that Crispin. But it's not as if Jennifer was in a whole ton in the first movie either. You no, know? she was only in it a little bit. It's yeah. just kind of you know when you have to knock her out every five seconds and then like put her away, and it's mm. like no, she can't be involved here. She's not part of our plans. It's just like why, why even include her then? Yeah. If you're going to include her just to knock her out and get rid of her, then don't include her. You mm. know, it's obviously meant to be a boys' club. This time traveling business. Yeah. Yeah. Boys and dogs only. No girls. No. no girls allowed. The only thing that really kind of strikes a sour note with me rewatching this was um, 
the Crispin Glover thing, like, because yeah. last time I watched this, I was like maybe 17. So the whole Crispin Glover thing is now that I'm a big Crispin Glover fan now, as yeah. you're probably aware. You feel cheated out of some. And I, he's like someone who I things. think is really cool and really awesome. Like, yeah. damn, he got he got the he got the Hollywood shaft. Yeah, he did by a bunch of no good Hollywood execs and mm. suits who probably laughed about Spielberg it. with their big cigars and tumblers full of almanac, swinging yeah. it down like it's candy water. Spielberg the slacker just not letting him in. And you know what as well? It, I'm going to say it again. The product placement in this movie. Oh, they came on a bit strong. Fucking hell. Yeah. Fucking. You can disguise it by a bit being kind of like, it's the future, so your brands have changed. But fucking hell. It's, it's strong like drinking a straight glass of almanac and it just hits you I mean, you in it the hits back you of the right in the throat. It's a, it's a hot spice. Burn. You know, you, you don't yeah. want to have this straight. They didn't have any hot spice in the movie. But no, it didn't. Yeah. No, <laughs> I mean, all I remember is, I remember when iRobot, which is a shitty movie with Will Smith came out and yeah. the whole thing about that was that he had a car that was des- a future car that was designed by Audi and everyone was on its case going oh how shitty of them to have like a fake car in the movie but, <laughs> you know every fucking brand in America seems to have their foot in this movie yeah I think the complaining about product placement iRobot I was probably when internet forums and discussion was really yeah. becoming a massive thing and accessible to everyone and blogs and things like that you wouldn't have had that with this you would have yeah. just watched the movie enjoyed the movie it gets a free pass because yeah. people have childhood memories with it yeah I think people I think there might be a little bit of hypocrisy out there with that I think probably it's just, yeah. I mean watching it it's like fuck it's so much. really on the nose yeah like, really really on the nose and often like it's not necessary no I mean to have the thing going AT&T we did this bit Black and Decker JV yeah. I mean don't need it. I'll say give him the Pepsi because the Pepsi is in the first movie. Yeah. Fine, whatever. Because the idea of can, like, I give me a Pepsi get, free, oh, you have to pay for it. That was following on from that fine. I can understand things like that. If you must stamp Mattel on, on the hoverboard, so be it. But again, like, yeah, the AT&T, the Black & Decker, it's the JVC, it's yeah. it fucking slamming in everything. Yeah. You know? Just need, I mean, if it was invented, he would have had a Starbucks at the end of this, I think, you know? It's, it's <laughs> uh, kind of, it's just the way it seemed, you know? Closing thoughts then. I enjoyed it. It was silly, but I enjoyed the silliness of it. So I, maybe I feel better about the first one now. I don't know. Mm. It'd be interesting to watch that again. Do you want to see it be? Do you want to see three? <sighs> three is not better than one or two. I no, it doesn't look better than one or two. And I, I've had my fingers burnt with westerns. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> yeah, Back to Teacher Three is like three yeah. and a half hours long. Like yeah, ah, um, Great Scott. I'd like to see it for completing the trilogy, yeah. but I feel like I've seen the best one. Yeah, you have. I'd, I yeah. would say that's my opinion, though. You know, I mean, and I don't know if the third one is hailed as a classic in the way that the first two are. It is hailed as being part of a classic trilogy. Yeah, much in the way though that Return of the Jedi is considered to be the weakest of the three. Mm. This third one here is also considered to be the weakest of the three. I mean, generally yeah. speaking, that we might reasons. revisit it. We might. But, uh, yeah, we'll yeah. see. Let's see. Yeah. All right, I'll tell you what we'll do in eighteen eighty four. Five, you know, to tie in again. And talk in <laughs> if you were to give this a star wipe, really, then Sam, what would it be? Um, I want to give it a really obscure one, yeah. which is like three and three quarters, because I don't think it's a four, but I don't think it's a three. Well, three and three quarters. You heard it here first. Hello, it's me, Sam, from the future. Ah, let's go back in time and make sure your kids don't go to prison. Thank you for listening to this special episode of Cinema Swirl. This episode was produced by Kevin, it was edited by me, Sam, and the music was also by me. You can vote for our upcoming episode over at facebook.com slash cinemaswirl. And as always, you can follow us on Twitter. That's at cinemaswirl. If you have any questions, comments, queries, or anything else, you can send it to cinemaswirl at gmail.com. That's cinemaswirl at gmail.com. 
and we'll put it on our net fridge. Net fridge and chill. I didn't make that joke at the time. Like, it's a fridge. If only could go back in time, eh? Anyway, thank you for listening. Subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, or any podcast thing you use. And uh, we'll see you again next time. Cheers. Bye. Bam, 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 bam.